of marketing. I'm Namuka, that is Simon. How are we feeling today, Simon? I'm good, thanks, Nam. How are you doing? I'm good. Today's a Friday, so I'm extra good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weekend on its way. It's, it's nice and hot here as well this week, so it's going to be, uh, yeah. I mean, I've only just come back from holidays, you know, and it's. Uh, I've come back to really mm. nice weather for the next week or so, so uh, how is it over there? Uh, it's so humid. Uh, I cannot begin, like, you know, when uh, you wait for the sunny time, like the uh, hotness of it all to go away, and then it is followed by humidity, and it's raining all around India, but Delhi. So it's very bad for us because it won't rain, neither would the humidity go away, so I don't know what's happening. Oh, okay. Well, I hope you get some rain <laughs> soon. Give me a break. Yeah, it's not yeah. nice. Humid and hot is <laughs> nice. Yeah, talking about hot things, um, a recession is a hot topic right now. Um, the economy is not doing well. So what do you think? Like, what does the future look like right now? Yeah, it's. I mean, look, it's always hard to predict, and and mm-hmm. I'm no economist, uh, but um, I think I think we can all see some difficult times at the moment um uh, yeah I, I think obviously we've we've got um yeah, a lot going on in politics um i mean over in the uk our prime minister just resigned yesterday so that's uh, obviously a fairly big moment um i mean that actually that led to some small positive signs in the economy as it happens because he's been a bit of a disaster so um so that's probably a good thing uh, but you know, it, it, it creates more uncertainty, and, and and no one likes uncertainty when it comes to the economy. So you know, who knows what's going to happen there um, in in the UK? Um, you know, of course, there's there's politics around the world that's that's um, uh, that's difficult at the moment. We've of course got the war in Ukraine as well, um, and what's going to happen with that, and what's going to happen with with Russia, um, and um, there's a lot of talk around China at the moment as well, um, creating some instability between China and, and the US um, and uh, the way China is is um, apparently, according to the US and the UK, uh, trying to create a sort of insular system to protect themselves from any sanctions they may get from any of their future actions, which is always a slightly concerning thing to see. Um, and then, of course, there's a cost of living crisis. It's uh, it's a bit crazy and you know, caused by all of these other problems, um, you know, see above. Um, it's... Um, it's caused by a lot of that so it is getting incredibly expensive just to live day to day um at the moment which is which is hard um and that's having all kinds of effects on people um you know, i heard a story a couple of weeks ago about people um having to give away their pets because they can't afford to feed them anywhere anymore which of course is a sad story but also you know that what what impact is that going to have on someone, I mean, if 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 you think about a child growing up that's had a family pet, then they have to lose that family pet. That's going to have, um, yeah, a real impact on them uh, mentally, um, on their mental health. And and yeah, you know, pets are very good for your mental health. So having to give those away, I mean, that they, these are the interesting um, areas around the edge of economic impact that people often don't think about. You know, the, the the impact that you get from some of the decisions you have to make when going through these things. So, so look, it's always difficult to see what the future holds. Um, I've lived through quite a few recessions now, um, and uh, they're never never a great deal of fun. Um, but we've always come out the other side of them, so I'm sure we will. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's um, I think we've still got a little way to go um, before we get anywhere near out the other side of this one, unfortunately. Yeah, the whole political situation right now is very unstable and 
um the question here would be like how would it affect marketers specifically all these changes um there's no yeah. like direct impact on them or will they be like cut off or something what what is going to happen yeah there's a, there's a few ways it affects us as as marketers um one of those is that um uh we have to be conscious of the um of a consumer right now that's always the case in marketing but we need to be very sensitive to what people are going through you know as i say people are having to make tough decisions and sacrifices at the moment um and um you know as a result what messages you put out to them about um spending money and buying things needs to be a little bit sensitive around that um doesn't mean you can't do it doesn't mean you can't say people people should buy your products but you know, you need to be a little bit sensitive around the fact that people might be a little bit um uh, harder pushed uh, financially uh, right now so you know, if you're pushing pushing a premium product you might want to look at the audience and make sure you are pushing it to um uh, an audience that may be financially less affected by cost of living so someone who's a, a, a bit more um stable financially um and you might want to be uh, just ethical about pushing any products um you know, it's an easy time to push things like loans when people need money um but obviously you're pushing loans out at a time when when the economy is difficult and people are struggling ethically is a is a challenging um decision to make so you know you don't want to be careful with things like that so you know as marks is being sensitive around what consumers are going through how they might react to your message based on what you're saying and the conditions they're living in is something everyone should be thinking about with the campaigns they're either already running or or planning um the other thing that happens a lot in recessions is budgets get cut um it's very very common um and that can be uh, redundancies within the team or it can be just marketing spend advertising spend um media spend um uh, and that um that happens that's very common i've seen that happen in every recession um that i've i've seen over the last few years and you know obviously um you know, we've had we've had two or three in the last 25 years uh, when i've been working um and i've seen that consistently happen with all of them um i think that's um um it's not always the right thing to do um it, you know it can be um i'm not suggesting no one should cut budgets during recessions you know as, as consumers spend less companies have less money and therefore you need to tackle that one way or another and it's certainly easier um to um to just say okay we're spending 100,000 pounds on um on media uh but in marketing let's spend 50,000 pounds and boom straight away you saved 50,000 pounds it's easy right it's easy to do that um however you know during recessions what you find is that um business generally goes down um and um uh and and you struggle often for many companies will struggle for sales and leads during that period um i think you know, if that happens then cutting marketing of course makes that situation worse you know you end up in a in a real spiral there um and i've seen many companies sadly um effectively go out of business in a recession because they chose to cut marketing uh, rather than make some tough decisions around how to cut some operational um areas or or something that they can pull back on um or even just you know reduce salaries of their senior team or something like that you know businesses that are, have often people of the of the leadership team earning enormous salaries whilst cutting back on marketing means that you know you're spending heavily on things that just eat money and you're not spending in the, on the things that generate money. So um so yeah I think it, it's a it, it's sad to see this. I've already seen a lot of conversations happening around this um on social media as well people talking about their budgets cut 
um, and I know a few businesses that have cut their budgets on marketing, but you know, I would strongly advise, I know it seems simple and it seems obvious, but I would strongly advise uh, people not to cut their budgets um, on marketing if it's a lead generation piece. Sure, you might want to cut it on some of your um, some of your branding work, perhaps a little bit, not too much, because you don't want to lose the presence of your brand. And um, you might want to cut it back on some of the investment on improvements you were going to make and make those improvements a bit later, maybe you know, to tech platforms and things like that, maybe delay it, delay that work a little bit. Not ideal. Again, none of these would be recommendations, but um, but if you're going to cut back, I would cut back on things that aren't directly going to generate revenue for you. Um, but I wouldn't cut back if you can afford it in any way at all. I wouldn't cut back on the things that generate business for you. Anything that pulls in leads and sales, I would keep investing in and find other areas to cut back on because it is it's too dangerous. And I've seen, as I say, many companies go out of business um, or significantly decline when they didn't have to simply because they cut back on marketing rather than being just being smart and creative about how how they do it. So um, so that would be my advice. Um, I think that's what we see coming. Um, it's what I would see coming. Um, and it's wise for a marketer to be prepared for it. Uh, but um, I think the decision makers need to look for other areas to um, to cut rather than the, uh, uh, the the business generation side of of, uh, of your spend, because that's what, what you really need to keep going during these difficult times. Yeah, um, I think without people discovering your product, you're not going to generate any sales, like no matter how good your product is. And uh, sadly, a lot of companies and people think of marketing as something that is disposable, that can be just switched off like a button or something. Um, why is that so? Like, why do people consider marketing disposable? Well, I think those that don't work in marketing, and to be honest, still some people that do work in marketing um, don't really understand what marketing is. I think that's the that's the fundamental problem um, that we have as as marketers, and I'm sure many people will understand my uh, my point there. I think you know, when you talk about um, technology, everyone understands what that is, right? You might not know how to develop a piece of technology, you might not understand it in detail, but you know what is technology and what is not technology. Um, same with finance, right? You know that there's some numbers here that need to be dealt with. You might not know exactly how to deal with them, but you understand that that is a finance piece of work. Same with sales. I mean, most departments, HR, you know, to do with people, you can understand very simply what it is. I think in marketing, people just don't understand what it is, right? I mean, people think of marketing as, as advertising. You know, if, we, if we're spending a load of money on advertising, let's stop spending that money on advertising. Um, it's easy. It's a it's a you know, it's a creative role. We just switch it off, and then we just switch it back on again later. Um, you can't do that with technology or with staff. You can't switch them off and switch them back on later. Therefore, we'll do it with marketing. Um, but it just it just isn't that simple at all. I mean, marketing is entirely about going to market, right? That's that's obviously where the name comes from. Um, taking your business to market, and you, you need to do that. You need to position yourself. You need to price yourself. You need to look at your products. You need to look at your um, exposure. Um, you need to look at your competition, doing your data analysis. You need to look at the financial side of it. You need to look at the technology side of it. You need to look at the people side of it. I mean, it's a hugely complex area. Um, you, as you know, you start getting into psychology and, and you know, all sorts of area, content production. I mean, yeah, of course, there's there's some design and some advertising within there. But, you know, those things that people think about with, with marketing being, you know, design some pretty adverts and put them out on social media or TV. Yeah, it's it's maybe one percent of of marketing, maybe one percent. So, um, so I think you're know, pulling back on on a marketing department. Um, you know, can hurt you not just in the short term, but it can hurt you in the long term. If, you know, if you pull back on the spend um, 
not just to generate leads, but you know, on, on actual just overall marketing spend or shrink the team, you know, you will lose traction against your competition. You'll lose awareness of what's going in the market. You'll lose you'll lose brand awareness as well. So you know, there's real long term impacts. It's potentially you might even lose SEO as well, which you know, as you know, will, will take a long time to to bounce back from. You don't just switch that off and on. That can take uh, months and years to uh, to really generate traction from. Um, so you know, it's another area that if you pull back, it can really hurt you when the recession is over. It can take you a long time to recover in those areas. So, um, so yeah, it's easy to just say, let's just write fewer blogs, let's do fewer adverts, let's just you know get rid of the creative team because we don't need to be drawing any pictures during recessions, and it's oversimplify it. Um, uh, but it's really not. It's not that at all. And the impact is is complex and and very broad. So, you know, I think a lot of people find it easier to cut marketing simply because they don't understand the impact of what they're going to cut. Yeah. Um, uh, so what can marketers do for this? Like how can marketers help people realize their importance? Yeah, it's a good, I mean, it's a good question. I mean, the, it, sometimes there's nothing you can do, right? Let's be totally honest. Sometimes if you're, if you're in a company and your CEO says, I'm cutting your budget, you know, you can you can go in there and justify and have that conversation, but sometimes that's not going to go anywhere and, and you accept that. Um, but I wouldn't be too ready to accept it, um, I guess, is my point. You know, as 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 um, as marketers, we need to uh, justify um, what we're doing. Um, and partly because of what I just talked about, you know, because people don't understand um, marketing that well still. And, and I think this is always going to be a bit of a curse of marketing, um, but partly because of that. Uh, people need to, um, your marketers need to really show the value in what they're doing so as people get it, right? You, you won't always be reporting into someone who's had any marketing experience or training. You know, I've, I've reported into myself, heads of marketing, CMOs, um, certainly, um, as well as CEOs and various other um, senior roles over the years who don't understand the first thing about marketing. You know, I've worked for heads of marketing who have just sort of fallen into the job over the years and they don't know anything about marketing strategy or they've never had a marketing education and they're fairly inexperienced in their role so they need a lot of help um, and when it comes to making these tough decisions um, that you, you you need to guide them effectively so the best way to do that in today's world is to use data right data is our friend in marketing as we all know um, there's a lot of it around um, the key is 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 not in the data itself it's in the insights it's what the data is telling us um, so you know being able to keep good, strong, accurate reports of everything that you're doing and being able to demonstrate where things have worked and where things haven't worked and the value that that brings to the organization is the really critical point. Because um, if you can demonstrate that spending X will drive Y in revenue or profitability uh, for the business through looking at, um, you know, we spent this, we got this many, obviously impressions, clicks, um, leads, et cetera, but you know, those leads were converted by the sales team, obviously I'm picking a sort of B2B lead gen example here, um, converted by the sales team into sales. Those sales last on average and um, stay with us as customers for a year and a half. Therefore we generate this sort of revenue from them or they make this, this these sales make this many purchases for us over their lifetime. We can start to get a view of lifetime value. Therefore we know that spending this sort of money on this activity generates this revenue for the business and is therefore profitable and gets us a good return on investment. Um, I think if you can demonstrate that, it makes it much easier to go back to your decision makers and say, okay, look, if we switch this off, we're going to be worse off, right? Because this is generating more money than we spent. Um, so I think if you can do that in simple terms, um, that is the, the best way to do it. So focus on 
on what you're doing. And I would recommend every marketer to do this now is focus on what you're doing um, and and look at how you can you can show very clearly and justify um, the the money you're spending and the return it brings into the business. If you can do that right now before you get questioned and before someone comes to you asking you to cut your budgets, then you've already got the evidence to go in and tell that story. Don't wait until someone comes in and says, I'm slashing your budget and then scramble around trying to justify it because then it looks very defensive. It's very hard for you. It's very time pressured. Um, you probably won't get there. You're on the back foot, which is never a good place to be. So, um, so no nonsense, very simple, very clear. Don't fluff around with, oh, but I got lots of impressions because the, you know, the people making decisions around budgets are not going to care about how many impressions you got. They're going to care about the results and the financials. So you know, look at the profitability, look at the effectiveness, look at the return on investment um, and demonstrate that the activity you're doing is driving value and be pragmatic as well. If you are running activity that isn't profitable, um, then yeah, that's something that perhaps you could look at sacrificing, right? Maybe you could say, look, we're running these activities here. You shouldn't slash this because this is profitable for us, but these aren't so much. So yeah, let, let me turn that off. Let me compromise and say, I'm not going to demand that I keep all my budget. Let me turn these pieces, pieces off here that perhaps we can sacrifice for 12 months. Um, but these pieces over here, definitely not. And I think if you show that firm grip on the numbers and the financial impact on the business, um, it's going to put you in the best possible position for uh, for maintaining your budget. So um, this whole interview has been a little bit gloomy, I think. <laughs> um, so um, should we like start panicking? Should everybody start panicking or like how should we take it at the moment? Like, should we relax? What what approach should we have? <laughs> Should we panic or should we relax? It's probably somewhere in the middle. Uh -huh. um, so don't, don't panic, um, uh -huh. don't relax too much. Um, so look, de definitely don't panic, right? I, I think um, yeah, what happens happens, um, and yeah, we can all we can all roll with it. It's not a problem. So um, we shouldn't mm -hmm. panic in, the, in these sort of situations. Um, it's uh, uh, yeah, there are going to be challenges ahead, and the best thing to do is direct that um, energy you might have around um, your nervousness or panic into uh, work, right? That's always the best way to do it. If you've got um, nervousness, nervous energy, if you're concerned, you're worried, um, push that energy into um, getting a result that's going to um, take that worry away, right? Don't be, don't be sitting around panicking, um, control the situation yourself um, and get the results that you need. So, um, so no, don't panic, go out there, do what I just said there, uh, finding uh, the results, um, finding, you know, building, building reports and delivering on, um, uh, on a financial story, um, that can maintain your, your budget, but don't, uh, don't panic, but also you, like you say, don't relax too much either. Then sit back and think this isn't going to happen to me. It's all going to be fine because it does happen. Um, you know, I've been in very small businesses during recessions that have been hard hit and they've had to make some really tough decisions. I've also been in some very, very big businesses that have a lot of money, big profitability, and they've still made significant cuts um, during recessions, right? The fact that a company has a lot of money doesn't mean they're not gonna make cuts because the larger the company are, the more um, focus there is on their profitability from their shareholders um and uh, and their performance and the, the more impact that has on the wider world and therefore they need to be really smart around the money they're making as well not to survive but to you know, perform according to what their their expectations are uh, from their shareholders so um so yeah don't relax too much um focus on um driving results make sure you're you're really laser focused on that and being able to show that you're driving those results um and you put yourself in your best possible position
Yeah, so you're hanging us all in the middle, right? Not to relax, neither to panic. Um, and thank you for this advice. I hope everybody is able to survive this recession and be okay, like in the long term. Uh, and yes, thank you so much for listening and subscribe us on YouTube and follow for more marketing tips and advice. Thank you.